This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Thank you for choosing the Dine Local ST podcast. Visit DineLocalST.com for the latest in restaurant offerings. Here's your host, Nick Shenton. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Dine Local San Diego podcast. I am your host, Nick Shenton. And can you believe we are already into like the fourth week in November? Oh, my gosh. Where is the time going? Right into the holiday season. Lots of crazy things going on this week. Everybody's super busy. But Joe Herman made the time to come in here and tell us what is going on with the farmer's market. Joe, how's it going? Great. How are you? Doing well. So I saw you deep in the farmer's market cooler today. What's going on in there? Uh, we, we're going to have some changes happening to the cooler. Uh, right now, we're painting the outside. We have this this beautiful avocado color. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to be able to showcase uh, a lot of our local farmers more and, and the farmers throughout California as well. And by doing a little reorganizing and uh, a facelift, uh, we're going to be able to do that. So Yeah, I saw you in there just moving bins around. I mean, really getting behind everything. You're really like going in there and, uh, I don't know, it looks like a complete overhaul to me. It is. Uh, it's a slower week for us, so it's a good time to do some deep cleaning and and rethink how we're we're doing things. Yeah. So, so. Uh, talking about a little bit of a slower week. So I know that there's a lot of different things going on throughout California, not just the wildfires slowing down the 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 farmers market, but also we have the holiday coming in here. Uh, a lot of people aren't going to be harvesting this week, and then they, also the market is closed on Friday because Black Friday, or closed on Saturday because. Black Friday the day before that, huh? Correct. Yeah, it's just too much of a, a show going on up there. A Wednesday is there. Traditionally, it's the busiest day of the year for them at the market. It um, is. So it's great for all the farmers. They really get to blow through their stuff right before the holiday and, you know, enjoy it. Anything you're going to be looking for particular at the market this Wednesday? Uh, just like the Thanksgiving staples. Um, you know, we're going to load up on potatoes, yams, things like that. Uh, we're We're... Very well stocked on all the hard squashes. We still have that, that Tahitian squash in, delicata, butternuts, things like that. Um, all the root vegetables, lots of carrots, turnips, anything you might want to be cooking up for dinner. Yeah, when I think about Thanksgiving, I think about those hearty, uh, you know, kind of stick to your ribs kind of meal. And root vegetables definitely fit in that category, especially uh, with sweet potatoes and all those other Thanksgiving trimmings. Uh, sounds like you got us covered in the farmer's market. Yeah. I think we're good. Awesome. Well, I know Brandy uh, is with Brandy Reynolds is with us again this week. Brandy, uh, you took some time this week uh, earlier to go out to a very special dinner that you're going to tell us about. Yeah. So I went to the James Beard reenactment dinner at Trust on Tuesday this week. So James Beard, what is that? Uh, the James Beard House is like a cooking institution. Um, a lot of famous chefs go to New York City to cook there. And uh, they just went about two months ago. So they decided to bring the dinner back for everyone in San Diego to get to try it. There's about 50 or 60 people on communal tables in the dining room. It was super intimate, and hearing Chef Brad talk about each course in between was really cool. That's awesome. So, okay, the James Beard Foundation is a, basically they have a, the James Beard House in New York City, so they host dinners there where chefs from all over the country come in and they cook for this foundation, uh, and it's complete honor. And so they got to bring that stuff back to San Diego or take their menu and recreate it again for everybody here at San Diego to share that experience. Experience, that sounds like super cool. So how was everything? It was amazing. It was super, super good. They had stuff passing around before. We had about five courses and farmer's market stuff sprinkled all over it. 
That's cool. Any particular standouts for you that? Yeah. So um, they passed around some, uh, they do this country ham there made uh, from the cook pigs. Mm -hmm. Seems like everyone loves those. Um, He did the ham wrapped with local persimmon. Oh, wow. Super, super nice. Kind of like a play on the prosciutto and melon. But yeah, it was really, really delicious. So local ham and persimmon. I know the persimmons have been delicious this year. Yeah, it was super good. Awesome. And also, um, also he had the Baja striped bass on his menu. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I've been seeing a lot with a pickled stone fruit from 2018, uh, some ponzu, chilies, Thai basil. It was a nice crudo plate. Oh, wow. That sounds delicious. Yeah, it was really, really good. I could go on forever because all of them are really good. <laughs> and I know Chef Brad over there, big uh, fan of the farmer's market, really tries to incorporate different ingredients uh, all over the menu, all over his current menu too as well. So it's not – if you're looking for those uh, – Farmer's Market, direct farm-to-table vegetables. Uh, you can go visit Trust, not just for a reenactment of the James Beard dinner, but they are always using Farmer's Market ingredients all over their menu, super seasonal menu. Chef Brad Wise over at Trust. And that's up in uh, kind of North Parkish. Yeah, almost near Balboa Park. But right off of Park Avenue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, North. And so you guys got to go check out Trust if you want some of those delicious Farmer's Market vegetable-inspired plates. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the Farmer's Market Report. Thank you so much. In just a second, we're going to get Ashley in here. with. Uh, we're going to go lunch in with Ashley, and I think she's taking us to Ballast Point this week, so that should be very exciting. And then coming up in just a little bit, we got Chef Kevin Templeton of the Verant Group, more specifically of Barley Mash. Uh, so excited to have that talented chef in here, so stay tuned. All right, and we are back with Luncheon with Ashley and the Dine Local SD team. We're gonna, today we're going to talk about one of San Diego's biggest success stories, and that is Ballast Point. Uh, it's one of the breweries that helped put San Diego on the map as one of the nation's leading beer towns uh, and just really gave San Diego an identity as a whole. So, Ashley, where did you get to go this week? You went to Ballast Point, Ballast right? Point. We went to Ballast Point, Miramar, and Ballast Point is near and dear to every San Diegan's heart. So we were so excited to get up there and just really, explore the menu and see what it's like to eat at one of our favorite breweries because you hear everything about the beer you see the beer on the shelves and just the culinary adventure that they're on alongside next to the beer is just amazing it was unbelievable to be up there it was a huge facility you could see the brewery room right there and you get to see all the action there's this big window and everybody's buzzing around, working hard, making the different beers. Yeah. So, it you know, to see the, the brewery on site, and this is up in the Miramar location. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all, I know they've got a giant outdoor patio there with games and all kinds of stuff. The outdoor patio is gorgeous. It yeah. was the middle of the day. It was probably, they opened at 11, so we got up there a little after 11, and the place just packed. Like, mm-hmm. in the middle of the day for lunch, everybody from these corporate offices are coming out, but also people that are just visiting San Diego for the first time, coming to this Miramar location that has a patio, a gorgeous dining room, and then in the back corner, like you said, there's cornhole, there's some really cool games. So it's like this great unity of two different worlds. The corporate, you get the formal, but then there's also this very Southern California recreational fun, just having a good time and enjoying the small things. And before we get into what's actually on their menu, mm-hmm. they have multiple locations, right? Yes. That's what's the cool part about Ballast Point. They've expanded. Uh, they've really done some great things, and it's reflecting in the locations. They have Little Italy, which mm-hmm. is really cool, and I learned that they have the Kettle Room. So the Kettle Room is actually their R&D area, but they'll host small dinners, and it's four courses, prefix, and they pair them with their favorite beers. So that's like a hidden secret. It's open Thursday through Sunday. You do have to make a reservation, and I think that's really neat to be able to have this really cool culinary experience and dining out 
in a brewery, but very exclusive to you. So the Kettle Room by Ballast Point. Now, that's a, that's one of these little secrets that, again, that I haven't even heard of. And yep. it's super cool that you're able to share that with our listeners. Uh, again, a secret little restaurant secret. in Little Italy they called the Kettle Room run by Ballast Point. Yeah. How cool. And then there's Miramar, mm-hmm. which is the one we were at. That's big powerhouse. It's beautiful. Let's talk about the lunch menu. Or Sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So the lunch menu was really cool because they give you everything you expect as far as pub grub. So if you want the nachos, but they dress them up a little bit. They're duck nachos. They're Mm -hmm. not just your regular, ordinary pub nachos. Um, They have the pretzel to share. They have, of course, guac and salsa. So really cool staples that you want and always expect when you go to a brewery. But then we were totally surprised because they have all these entrees. And these entrees are really just an expression of what the chef's capable of doing. And they're really cool and adventurous. They have things like salmon. We had the black and salmon and they have some more asian flair to them so it's nice that you get the best of both worlds and then everything in between is just amazing so food that goes great with beer elevated mm-hmm. pub fare mm-hmm. entree options if you don't want just pub fare oh yeah so wow they got you really covered there they everything and then of course they had a lot of good vegan options they had the impossible burger on the menu and they incorporated that into a couple other dishes so it's cool it's really a place for everyone and they've embraced that everyone who loves beer yeah, even if you don't love beer, I mean, it's a good place to venture out. They have such an expansive menu that, like, they have these small little flights, and you can try it out. If it's not your thing, they do have sours, they have ales, they have everything. Super cool. Well, that is Ballast Point, again, one of San Diego's institutions. It really helped put San Diego on the map as a, one of the nation's premier beer towns. Uh, super cool, Ashley. Thank you. All right, everybody, welcome back. It's that time. The main ingredient today, we've got Chef Kevin Templeton from the Varan Group, more specifically from Barley Mash down in the heart of the gas lamp in San Diego. Uh, I've had the pleasure of knowing Chef for a couple years now and really excited to have him on the podcast today. Chef, welcome. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. So let's talk a little bit real quick about Varan Group. What is the Varan Group? So Varan Group's a, a, a group of uh, some some party animals, some guys that uh, wanted to start up a bar uh, several years ago, uh, probably in the 25, 30-year range now, mm-hmm. um, and started down in PB and opened up a successful bar called The Tavern, then mm-hmm. opened up Sandbar, True North. Um, and Which all are still in operation. All still in operation, still mm-hmm. rocking. Um, and then we kind of moved forward with Barley Mash about seven years ago, almost seven years ago, and... Uh, Went into the bar side of it, but also really focusing on food, which was really, really cool. And that's where you came into the fold. That is. And so you were, from day one, part of the Barley Mash team, right? Yes, yes. And you even like helped design the kitchen? Got to do some kitchen design in there, uh, start from scratch, from the you know hiring the entire staff, training them. Uh, got to write the entire menu, which was really, really fun. Uh, there was very limited, uh, the owners wanted... Uh, needed to have free reign on doing everything it's just they basically said do whatever you want but the one stipulation is they want it over the top uh they want uh alcohol cooked in everything so those are simple things i'm uh, borderline alcoholic anyway so it's uh, easy to mix food and alcohol together so well food and drink i mean it's the the ultimate uh you know bacchus uh society kind of thing it's the, the you know I don't know the how how the best way to entertain. I think absolutely. You you, still, you said it perfectly. It's it's entertainment, and that's from being a chef and and a connoisseur of wine and all that. That's that is my entertainment beyond movies, music, all those things. Getting together with with food uh, is my absolute favorite thing to do. So 
kind of talking about the concept of barley mash, you know, it's definitely bar centric, but then you guys started taking the focus a little bit more on the food and that's why you came into the fold, brought the food in and you guys have been so successful there. Now you're starting to take, uh, you're having a little bit of influence on some of the menus at, at some of the other properties now too. Yes, sir. Um, so barley has been kind of a good flagship staple restaurant. It was really cool with, uh, backtracking with the owners, uh, giving me free reign to, uh, really kind of get creative with it. And, and like you said, it's kind of upper scale bar fare. I can't stand the word gastropub. Uh, mm-hmm. so, um, it's just, we wanted to do just really good food. Um, and it's, it was kind of the whole history, the culmination of everything I've done in the past, just food that I like and that I would think other chefs would like to eat and, um, nothing, you know, snuffy about it or upper, upper uppity, you know, it was just good food. Um, so the success of that, being able to be, you know, as organic as possible, scratch made, um, really kind of started taking off. And so when we started opening, uh, opening up other concepts, uh, I got to put a little influence on that. So we have a couple new, uh, new restaurants. Uh, there's one called West Route up north in Del Mar area. We just did a little menu change there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're actually hiring re- awesome chefs throughout the, the these restaurants, and I just get to work with them. So it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's kind of cool like to go in write some menus with them and throw my influence in there and play off of their influence and just kind of step back and let them do their, their craziness. So, so let's talk a little bit more about your menu. Um, is there anything like, I know you guys should like quarterly change your menus down there, um, to, you know, kind of reflect seasonality or is there anything on there that's like a staple that like you can't pull off? There's quite a few now. It was definitely in the beginning, uh, being creative and really changing the menu every single season, um, we all still change it quarterly. Um, but w- one thing that I've kind of realized and focused being born and raised in San Diego, that we don't have to change seasonally too much. There's so much accessible year around amazing produce. So mm-hmm. in the beginning I was really focusing on doing winter, doing fall, doing spring. And we still do that. We focus on, you know, fruits and vegetables and different flavor profiles, but, um, we're, we're so fortunate in San Diego and, you know, to be in this part of the world that we have access to everything all the time, except mm-hmm. for avocados right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, so that's been a very cool one. And then with Barley Mash, as we've been progressing, there's certain items, just like you said, I cannot take off the menu. Um, so, you know, I'll get my, my throat cut if I do. Uh, but uh, um, so it's fun. It's really cool to have some staple items in there. But uh, but we definitely changed some stuff. Up. Well, what's one of your favorite things in the menu? I think a fun one that we've had for quite a while. It's, uh, it's our duck empanadas. Mm-hmm. So we uh, do our own empanada dough from scratch. Uh, duck confit, sweet. Uh, we do a, a barbecued corn in there, uh, goat cheese and uh, fresh arugula. So we uh, we actually fry those up. They come out really nice and flaky and fluffy. Uh, do a little lime crema, and then we have a poblano beer cheese. So it's a pretty tasty dish. Oh man, that sounds delicious. Yeah, it's it's a meal in itself, but a great appetizer too. Shareable. It's, yeah, shareable, and it, and it kind of throws the influence that we have. I I love Latino food, mm-hmm. um, and there's obviously the confit. So there's kind of that French background, um, just cool flavors that maybe wouldn't go together, but go absolutely fantastic together. So. Well, I think I didn't see hear anything in there that sounded like out of place or anything that weird that threw me off. But I mean, uh, again, you know, incorporating the alcohol into it, really coming back to the conceptual goal, uh, of this elevated over the top food with a little bit of alcohol inf- infused in it. And then, man, that sounds delicious. It's tasty. It's tasty. Awesome. 
Awesome. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for coming. Well, well before we get going here, I know uh, let's talk about a couple of things that are coming up for you guys. Uh, Thanksgiving. You're serving Thanksgiving dinner in the gas lamp this year, huh? Yes, sir. It's, uh, every year for Thanksgiving, we're open at Barley Mash, and it is a busy day for us. Yeah. Uh, we're one of the few places that's open during Thanksgiving. We welcome out-of-towners, or we have a lot of families that actually come in now. It's been a cool, cool tradition, but uh, we have our full menu accessible, but then uh, do a really cool traditional semi-non-traditional thanksgiving dinner um it's awesome it comes you know you get a choice of a butternut squash soup or salad and then we get this crazy entree where we do these turkey roulade stuff with andouille sausage uh we have a habanero cranberry jelly we make from scratch a brussels sprout casserole mashed potatoes baby carrots uh gravy and then we get uh my pastry chef's making some really cool desserts so um it's a fun day we make it a good time uh we do a family meal for our entire staff around three o'clock too so um we it's Hard as it is to work on a holiday, we make it fun, and it's a really cool environment. So if, if you don't have anything going on, come down and join us. It's well, you got to cool. feed the staff on, on, the, on Turkey Day, that's for sure. Absolutely. Staff is uh, very important, for sure. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> well, and you got the holiday party season coming up, too, so I know you guys are definitely available for parties. Um, but thanks, Chef, so much for coming in today Thank and you telling us much. all about the Varank Group and Barley Mash more, in, more specific. Thank you so much. This is a, this is a blast. Awesome, Chef. All right, guys, that'll do it. This is the Dying Local San Diego podcast. Tune in next week. See ya. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.